what is Gucci? Welcome back another welcome back to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Once again, this is your boy Christian. Hopefully you guys can hear me well. Um yeah, so today I'm actually lounging over here. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a chill day for me, or at least a chill episode. I'm over here with my uh my baby pillow hiding my gut. Uh you know what it is, and uh you know just chilling um since we're chilling we're just gonna talk about some chill stuff bro my hair is messed up but um but yeah it's enough about the dumb stuff uh let me just tell you where you can find the episode the episode you can it can be found uh, of course on youtube so check out the youtube channel i'm actually like i've been saying for the past uh year not not year but like since the, since i started the youtube channel I'm trying to get to 100 I'm 18. I'm at 18 subscribers. Um, what is that? That it's almost 20%. So we're almost there, kind of, not really, but you know, we can only uh, try so much, right? Or push so hard. But it is what it is. So go ahead and subscribe, like that, uh, do all the things that you do on that YouTube stuff, uh, so you can just keep watching all these uh, all these episodes. And uh, I also do some interviews. Um, I've been interviewing, well, I haven't actually in a minute, but I have, I actually have done some in the past that I've talked to uh, people around the city, soccer fans around the city that, uh, you know, just love soccer and love the city. So it's actually pretty cool how we get to con- to combine like the world soccer and the, the city of Houston all together to, you know, it's kind of like a melting pot when it comes to soccer. Soccer is very, a very uniting sport. You know, like you can go to any park and just have a ball and you can play with dudes from Africa to like Central America to from Europe, from anywhere, basically. Uh, That's just what soccer does. So that's basically what I'm trying to do with this podcast is unite kind of, you know, the different the different uh, people of the world through 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 the sport right in the city. Since we are one of the most diverse city in the in the in the country, basically. Um, so you can find also the podcast at Cuatro Cuatro Dos on Instagram. That's where I post little pictures here and there and stuff about certain topics that I'm going to be talking about during the week. Um, also, uh, you can find me at Chris Putalias on Instagram and Twitter, uh, C-R-I-S-P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z. That is my name. Uh, you can find me there. You can hit me up um, if you want to be interviewed. Uh, that's awesome. I can, you know, we can arrange something. Uh, and then also, if you want to interview me for some reason, uh, just hit me up and we'll set something up. Actually, talking about being interviewed, I was interviewed by uh, by a young lady from Argentina. Uh, I think, oh man, I'm terrible with names, so I apologize, but I believe it was Melina. Um, so, sorry Melina if I get it wrong. I'm terrible with names. Because um, you, know, you know how I know your name though? Because I have a friend, or I used to have a friend, or you know, I, have, I haven't talked to her in forever, but her name was Melanie, or her, her name is Melanie, and I know your name is backwards, so it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot. So if it's not Melanie, is what well, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I forgot right there, and then as I was 
point, you know, stating my point of how I remembered your name. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, and also we actually talked about the dash uh, in Spanish. So if you guys want to check that out, actually, it's uh, the podcast is called, um, what is it called? Jeez, La Magia del Gol. Uh, so go ahead and check those guys out. They actually do a lot of women's soccer, but in Spanish. So it's pretty cool um, because me as a new uh, fan of women's soccer, um, it's very interesting to see how many leagues are out there of women's soccer. Like, you know, you always think about the, the NWSL, obviously, because you live here. But, you know, you start seeing all these leagues from around the world and how known and how, you know, like how much potential there is to like, you know, come to the, to like the, to the front, to the forefront of, of like the soccer world as well. Like the Premier League, like well, you know, the women's Premier League, basically Spanish League, Argentinian League, Costa Rican League, Mexican League, obviously the American League. Like, and then you have so many women's league that is, it's just interesting to see like how much the sport, not the sport, but like the women's side of the sport has been growing and continues to grow. So it's pretty cool. Check them out. Uh, they got really good stuff, really good content. They actually interview a lot of women, like professional women players. So um, it's cool to see their perspective, you know, as being in a sport that, you, you know, usually is dominated by men or has been in the past. And now you see a lot, like a little turn uh, to, to women's soccer being a little bit more popular, you know, and it gets popular as we go. Um, but before I just completely veer off and talk for another hour like I usually do let's uh hit up real quick the international soccer world world and then uh we'll talk about a little bit about the dynamo since the MLS is back not the tournament but the actual tournament if that makes any sense um so this actually today I'm recording on a Monday um today was actually Manchester United played Copenhagen uh, which obviously is not only a dip, uh, if you are a dipper, I guess that's the correct term, I don't know, but you know, if you put dip on your lip, oh, that rhymes, dip on your lip, but Manchester United played uh, Copenhagen, they actually beat them 1-0 in, uh, in a penalty in extra time, it was actually an interesting game, I saw most of second half and then all the extra time, it was a pretty close game until like that penalty came by, and then Manchester United kind of dominated a little bit more, even though Copenhagen, you know, gave them a good fight. And then uh, Inter Milan beat uh, 2-1. Um, they beat Leverkusen 2-1. Um, so they're, if I'm not mistaken, they're actually meeting in the next round. In the semifinal, it would be Manchester United Inter. I might be wrong, but I don't think I am. Uh, and then tomorrow, Tuesday, or today, as you're listening to it, uh, the Wolves, shout out to the Wolves, shout out to Paul, shout out to, uh, Cl- is, is it Clive's? No, not with the Ness, it's, I think it's just Clive. I might be completely off, uh, but um, actually, you know, cool story. So let me just tell you who's playing before I go on with my stories. So the Wolves playing Sevilla, or Sevilla, like we would say in Argentina. And then Shak- Shakhtar, Shakhtar, that sounds like a Pop-Tart. Shakhtar is playing FC Basel. So this is <laughs> this is my dumb joke of the day. So it's gonna be a, a food fight, basically. The pop tarts against basil. 
if I'm not mistaken, Basil is actually from Twitterland, so that's pretty cool to see a Swiss team uh, play, you know, right there, uh, quarterfinal. Um, and those are actually going to be played on Tuesday at 2 o'clock here Central Time. So if you're listening on Tuesday and it's 1.30, go turn on TVS All Access. Uh, should be there. But yeah, going back to my story, uh, Thursday, last Thursday, I so I'm, I'm training for a new job. So I got promoted at work. So they sent me to a training place, right? And this training place happens to be like a few miles down the road from next place, where is actually where uh, the Wolves, uh, the supporter groups for the Wolves, Wolves Houston or Houston Wolves, uh, get together to watch the games at Nick's place, which is a pub, you know, right off Westheimer and Gessner. Um Really cool place, really cool like environment, uh, very pubby. I have never been to a pub or a bar. I, I'm not a bar person, so it was a pretty like uh, it was like a really homey feel, especially when like I walked in, you know, not knowing anybody. And then, you know, you walk, I walked in, there's like a bar right in front of your face. And then I started looking around and I couldn't see anybody, you know, because I didn't know where to look. And then the late, I think it was a lady or a guy, they were like, oh, you can say wherever you want, you know, we'll help you out. And then I turned to my left and there was a, of course, there was two dudes wearing a wolf's jerseys. Um, and one of them was Paul, so shout out to Paul. Uh, and then one of them was Clive, which pretty funny dude. I'm sure you know if if you know him, he's a, he is the typical uh, uncle. I was gonna say drunk uncle, but I I'm not that you know close with Clive to call him a drunk. Uh, but you know he's your typical uncle that's always talking shit and is always making jokes about you and whoever else is coming into the table. And then uh, also there was uh, the man. I'm like I said, I'm terrible with names, but it was pretty cool to meet the other two guys that were there, the two Americans. Uh, one of them is actually gonna, is actually that um, I would look him up. My phone's actually recording, but one of them is actually that uh, that uh, reporter, that writer that used to write for the Houston Chronicle, and then he moved away, and now he came back to Houston, and a lot of people were excited about him uh, because you know he was one of the few writers that would write about soccer here in Houston. He actually wrote for the Houston Chronicle. I don't know if he still writes for them uh, now. But uh, but it was cool because I followed him on Instagram. I saw, I mean, on on Twitter. I saw everybody following him and everybody kind of welcoming him, welcome him, welcome him, welcoming, <laughs> welcoming him back to Houston. Um, and I was like, shit, I'm gonna jump on this bandwagon because you know I'm trying to make connections and I'm trying to like get to know people that you know are soccer people here in Houston. So I followed him, and funny enough, I actually got to meet him in like person at the pub. Um, and then the other guy, I completely forgot, I apologize, but another cool guy that was there at the pub. Um, it's funny, I was telling my dad about it, uh, and I was like, Dad, like, I was like, I wish, like, we should go because it's like literally watching a game with like, you know, all your friends, and like, especially with the British guys, you know, uh, because British guys, like, they feel soccer like in a whole different wavelength than anybody else does. Like, they're pretty like similar to Argentinians or like people with, like that are really into soccer, because you know, uh, it's funny to like see Paul and Clive, which are like you know, Wolves fans since like the beginning of time. Basically, you know, uh, Clive was 69 years old or is 69 years old, and he said he's been a Wolf fan since he was five. So it's like 60 plus years of being a fan of like a team, you know. 
and obviously he's seen the ups and the downs and like it's funny to hear him like scream at the players you know cuss them out and then the next sentence that comes out is like oh I love you you know just because he did something good and the previous play he did something bad and it's just really funny and then you know watching uh Paul like get off like jump from his seat and like get nervous because uh, uh, they got a penalty and it was just pretty it was a cool experience it kind of brought home it kind of brought me back home in a way to like to like watching my parents or or, or my uncles watch like soccer games you know with, with the whole family and everybody screaming and yelling uh, even though there wasn't a lot of people you felt like the anxiety and like the the nervousness in the room so it's pretty cool so if you have the chance if you're listening to this podcast um and if you can make it to to nick's pub uh you know make a run for it uh you're gonna have a good time for sure the beers are cheap i mean i pay like i I don't know i'm not a beer guy but i had a beer and i pay like three dollars i don't know if that's a lot i don't know if it's expensive or cheap but you know three dollars like i think it's like 250 three dollars for a beer i mean that seems normal i guess i don't know and the lady the people there are really nice the lady i don't know her name but she she knew my name like well she asked me for my name as soon as i walked in and then she knew my name for the rest of the night or the day because it was at two o'clock you know uh but it was cool it was cool fun environment so if you're looking for a team to support uh if you don't have one i recommend following the wolves and getting together with the with the Wolves Houston. I still have to go to uh, check out all the other guys that I have done podcasts with. Uh, with the Juan and Only. Uh, see, I remember their name now. The Juan and Only from Peña Madrilista Houston. And then Victor also from the Blue, uh, from the Blue Grana. From the Barcelona uh, Peña. And then, you know, I just need to get to know a little bit more people. Interview a little bit more people. To get to know all the other teams that are around in, in the Houston, and you know all the supporter groups that we have here in the city, and you know just check them out, spend some time, and hang out and stuff. But uh, that's actually the Europa League that I was talking about after I went off with my story, uh, and now I'm gonna jump into the the Champions League. I forgot the name. So the Champions League is also very interesting. You got really really strong teams playing up there. And the cool thing is that we're going to have one game per day. So we're going to have a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday game. And they're all, I believe, at 2 o'clock as well. And then the first game on Wednesday, you have uh, Atalanta playing PSG. So PSG is the French champion. And Atalanta is actually doing really, really good in the Italian league. I think they're like either third or fourth place. Uh, And then you got Leipzig that actually fought kind of towards the end for that uh, German league and then Atletico Madrid I think everybody kind of knows if you know Simeone and you know his style of play you know they're going to be tough to beat they're going to be tough to play and then of course you have uh, on Friday you have uh, Barcelona Bayern Munich Um, Bayern the German champion Barcelona you got Messi Messi is just a different animal of his own Um, so it's just entertaining to watch him play period um, and it's Barcelona, you know, they have the history, so it's going to be interesting. And then, of course, Saturday you have Manchester City, uh, who's also, you know, we, you know, everybody knows Pep Guardiola City and all the players that they have and all the names and all the prettiness and all that, uh, all the good soccer. And then Lyon from France, uh, who just eliminated um, 
uh, Rum? No. Not uh, they. Who do they beat? They beat Chelsea, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong, but it doesn't matter. But Lyon is playing uh, City. Uh, and Lyon is usually one of the top dogs over there in France. In the French areas. Um, so that's that's how we're looking over here in the international sector of soccer. So if you're bored, this week actually you get a lot of soccer when it comes to international stuff. So you're literally watching the best of the best compete for the best of the against the best of the best. Um, so with that being said, let's go ahead and take a break. And here are some ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. So I do that so, you know, I know where to actually click it, uh, put put the ads in. Because if not, then it cuts the sentences. So I thought I would say that. So if you're watching a video, you saw me do the whole pause. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the Dynamo. So we're 15 minutes in into the potty waddy. And we're probably going to do another 15 just about the Dynamo, if not more. Water break. I should have done that when I said, and stop, right? But this is not, I'm not the greatest podcaster, therefore I can do whatever I want, right? Um, so, I'll make sure this microphone is working, make sure you guys are listening. Um, the Great Houston Dynamo. What can we say about the Dynamo? Um, our current record right now is 0, 2, and 3. So let's just say we're terrible in a way. Uh, we have accumulated three points in five games, which is terrible. Uh, but then also, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play like the devil's advocate as well, uh, because I think we we give the Dynamo a lot of shit, and I think is it's regular, like it's normal, because obviously out of five games you haven't won one. Um, and they're not, I mean, and we, we did play hard teams, but still, it doesn't matter. You're a professional team, you have to play to win, you know? You can't just say, oh, we played hard teams, therefore it's okay to lose. No, it's never okay to lose. Like, who plays to lose? Who plays to tie? That's just mediocre, right? But um, I was looking at some numbers uh, from the MLS's back tournament where we got to play those three games so of course if you remember the in the beginning of the season and back in march back back when uh, the world was completely normal in a way and uh, we played galaxy we tied 1-1 and then we, we went up to uh, skc we got our asses whooped uh, i believe it's 4-1 by skc a terrible game uh, and then obviously the first three games the three uh, group stage games and the mls's back cup uh counted towards the regular season which actually will be starting back up uh here in uh august uh 21st for the dynamo i believe the 20th it starts completely overall but the 21st starts for us um and i was looking at some numbers you know against lafc 
Uh, we tied them 3-3, which, like I said, here's my devil's advocate. Um, LAFC, one of the best teams in the MLS, we tied them 3-3. In a regular day, that's a really good game. Especially if you're losing and you come back and you tie 3-3, it's a beautiful game. But if you are the one that is winning 3-1 and then you get tied to 3-3, then you are the sucker. You are the one that lost those two points, basically. You didn't win one point. You lost two. That's how I see it, right? But uh, we have to look at, you know, the game in general. So some numbers, for example, possession in the whole entire game, it was 71 LAFC, 29 for Houston. Obviously, they dominated the game, right? When it came to shots, they had 23 shots. Six were on goal. We had nine shots. Five were on goal. So then, and then they have eight corners. We didn't have not one corner. So basically, they attacked a little bit more than us. I, I mean, a little bit by by a little bit. I mean, a shitload more, right? Um, and then we have to look at basically the whole team, the formation of the team, and how we're looking. Me personally, I'm not pleased with the way that we are coming out. I think not having Christian Ramirez uh, gave us a like. You know, it's a really big hit on our team because Christian Ramirez is one of the better ones that we have, uh, in my opinion. Um, so then we jump into Portland, right? Uh, Portland game, another really good team that's always fighting. I mean, Portland right now is in the finals, so you know they are like a good, the best one of of two teams that were the best ones. I don't think Portland has lost period in this whole entire tournament. I think Orlando did. Or did I don't I don't think they have either, uh, but Portland beat us two one. The possession on that game was 53-47. Portland forty seven Houston. So it was a little it was it was a better game. I think we had twenty four shots, we had four on goal, thirteen shots they had seven on goal, and then we had nineteen fouls they had nine fouls. So obviously it was a it was a very uh, I think we played better than that Portland game than the LAFC game, um, but we were still lacking because their goals came from counters, and that's what everybody has kind of been talking about. How we lack. Uh, I I don't know if you guys listen to the to the Houston Dynamo podcast, but you have Lester Gretsch that he interviews the guys in Spanish, and then you have City of Soccer that they do. They don't do really soccer. Like obviously they're they're interviewing the players, but they don't really go into soccer specifics. They just like talk about life and stuff like that, which is cool because you get to know your players, right? And you get to know who they are and how they live and da 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 da. It's the fun stuff. But then with Lester, what I like about the whole interviews with Lester is that not only he goes, well, not not even he doesn't even go with for life questions in general. He kind of did here and there with more with Valentin. But, like, most of the questions that he goes for are very, like, soccer-specific and very strategic. And it's something that actually Glenn Davis does as well. That I like. That, you know, yes, they have their fun. And, you know, of course. But they're really, like, soccer reporters. And and they get to, like, speak soccer to the guys. And then you start getting into the head of the guy as a soccer player. Because... At the end of the day, like I said, it is cool to find about find out about their lives and 
and what their hobbies and you know they like shoes they like fancy clothes or whatever but at the end of the day you know we are watching them for their soccer skills and their soccer knowledge in a way so it's cool to see those interviews and he, uh, Lester Gredge on the latest one he's interviewing Darwin Seren and uh, they were talking about how the team it's something something that they lack is the way that like they uh, hold on I forgot to plug my laptop it's about to die so glad I caught it it was at 9% I was like Jesus baby sweet Jesus Lord Jesus but I caught it so yeah going back so Lester Gage talked to Darwin Sidon about soccer specific stuff like I was saying and then uh, Lester brought up the, the fact that whenever something that the Houston Dynamo really really likes is like coming back and those counter plays so like yes we attack but then we don't we don't know how to come back marking a player or, or you know just defending well like you know coming back from from those attack and and it was interesting because that was exactly what i felt like that the dynamo lacked and i'm just glad that i'm not the only one that sees it i'm sure most people see it right uh but then also something that darwin uh pointed out which is interesting because you know you usually don't hear the the players talking not shit but like you know being critical of their own team basically and he was being critical in the way that he, you know, he was like, we have like no, sh no attacking power basically. Like, we give it to Manotas, and Manotas is all by himself. Like, we don't attack as a unit, which is something that I've been reiterating. And damn, that's a good word. Re -re -re I can only say it once, but I've been saying it more like often and often. Reiterating. I don't know if that's it or right, but I've been saying it, you know, saying it a lot that you know we don't have a good co cohesive. Uh, I'm over here trying to speak big words, but we don't have a really good like style of team when it comes to like going forward as a team or like attacking with numbers and then defending with numbers or like learning how to defend those counterattacks, like learning to run back with a player, running like you know con tu marca, like. Having a guy that you you know who you're marking as they're attacking, you know, and that's basically what happened with Portland. And then LA Galaxy game is terrible. It was terrific. It was annoying. It was hurtful. It was of offensive. <laughs> like it was a bunch of things. Obviously, I think everybody knows one one. We needed a win, or a, not even no. We needed a win to pass. Uh, sixty-four percent Galaxy, thirty-six percent us, um, of ball possession. They had fourteen shots, fourteen shots, six on goal. We had twelve shots, four on goal. They had ten corner kicks. We have only one. So then that's where you start seeing all the the offensive power and who wanted the game more in a way. I think also Elise and his childish things. Obviously that happened towards the end, but it doesn't help. Um, and then just like the way that we tie that game, it was just terrible. Like it was just a heartbreak, last minute, stupid foul, penalty. It was just crappy, right? But that moves us on to the next phase, phase one. Look, like the world that we live in today is is strange. I was gonna use another word, but it's just different, right? And 
there's going to be 18 matches um, in this thing that we're doing. And with the five that we have already played, uh, that gives us a total of 23 matches that every team is going to be playing uh, for this year, basically, as, as the 2020 season. So I'm glad the MLS figured out a way to get some games going, even with, with without fans. I don't know how safe... I really don't want to get into the whole politics of how safe it is. It just... It seems dumb to have a lot of people in the stadiums. Um, but, you know, I, I just don't want to get into the whole stuff of uh, politics and, you know, this. People say this. People say that. Um, I'll keep I'll keep that to myself. But, um, but, yeah, I'm glad the MLS figured out a way to get the teams back and keeping the players and whoever is going to be in the stadium safe in a way hopefully they figure it out but you know a good in a good way um you know and and hopefully everything goes fine right um so we will be playing um also interesting fact we played five games dallas has played two games and they have four points we have three points Nashville has played uh, two games that have zero points. Miami, I mean, true. I'm so glad we're not Miami, though. They have lost five games. They have played five games, lost five games. Zero points. And then LA Galaxy, they're on the same boat. We are, um, like, basically, they have two ties, three losses for a total of two points, which is, I think that's where we have two. No, we have three points because we tied Galaxy. LAFC and LA Galaxy. Um, so jumping into the games, August twenty first. Today is August tenth. On Monday, tomorrow's the eleventh, of course. So that means that we only have ten more days for soccer to come back to our city, basically. So the Houston Dynamo is playing uh, friends up north, uh, the FC Frisco. Um, we're playing them on Friday night, 7 p.m. Uh, here at home, of course. Um, so that's going to be interesting because I don't think, well, obviously nobody has seen Dallas play. So we don't know what the hell they have under the sleeve. We don't know if they they play good. We don't know if they suck. I guess the only positive thing that we could come out of this is that they haven't played, right? So they're, I guess you can say that they're going to be rusty in a way because they haven't, they haven't touched they haven't played a competitive game in since March. We are in August. That is what five, six months. So it's gonna be interesting to see what Dallas brings to the table because you know they haven't played, and you know we look like we haven't played. So it's gonna be uh, un partido de muertos, basically, like the the living dead, the walking dead coming back to life. But I have really high hopes. I always do. I don't know why I do this to myself. But I have hopes of my guys, and I hope that we at least, if anything, I don't care if you lose any of the any of the other games, just beat Frisco those two times that you play them. For the love of God, I think I'm gonna pray to uh, sweet baby Jesus for those. Um, then on Tuesday, uh, 25th, this is a good thing too. Like we get them like back to back almost. So a few days after that, we play on Tuesday. Uh, at SKC at 7.30. So that's going to be a fun game too. Because 
I think we're, I'm just going to start a, a prayer. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a podcast slash prayer, prayer podcast because the Dynamo need some type of prayer. Like, I think I'm going to start calling some grandmas for some limpias or something uh, because it's, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Um, but we're, we're flying up to SKC. We're going to play SK, we're going to play SKC on a, on a Tuesday at 7.30. Um, and then we played uh, September 2nd. We're playing Minnesota here at home. It's a Wednesday at 7 p.m. Then we play again SKC here at home on the 5th at, at 7 p.m. And then we play Colorado's. Uh, we actually play at Colorado on a Wednesday, the 9th of September at 8 p.m. And then we play it once again, the Friends from Frisco, um, at 7.30 on 9.14. So we are playing one, two, three, four, five, six games for this phase one, which is going to bring us to the total of five plus six is 11. So that means that we have 12 more games that I guess that's going to be like phase two. It's going to be interesting to see who we get to play in that phase two. But at least we're going to, you know, I think we're just going to play with, like, teams from the West, most likely. I don't know. But, you know, most all of these teams are from the West. You know, uh, Frisco, um, Kansas City, Minnesota, Colorado. So, four teams from the West. So, all these games are very, very important because only eight teams from the West make it to the playoffs or ten. Yeah, eight teams because ten from the East make it to the playoffs. So... If we don't make it to the playoffs this year, I swear to God, I am going. I'm gonna go on hunger strike for half a day, most likely, and then I'm gonna be very mad. So we better make these playoffs, because I'll be mad. I'm gonna be very pissed off. And I think if we don't make it to the playoffs, I think. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm actually very hopeful for 2021 with all these new kids coming in and with like. Seeing what uh, Tab Ramos is going to do with this team, I think he's going to dismember the team and just bring a whole new batch of people that he likes. Um, so I'm really I'm really hopeful for 2021. I'm going to try not to have my hopes up for 2020, but the bet is still on. I'm just going to say this live. If the Houston Dynamo win the 2020 MLS Cup, you see all this hair right here? All this hair right here is turning yellow. Oh man, I don't know how I feel about that because my wife is probably going to divorce me. But then I'll have an MLS Cup. So, you know, the the wages are really high in this situation like I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> I don't know how how people are going to uh are going to take this, but you know, I really want a soccer championship in my lifetime you know I haven't been a, a Houston Dynamo fan since 2006 unfortunately but I want the Houston Dynamo to win something the Dash already gave me a little piece of happiness and they, they, they gave me a glimpse of what is to be a champion here in Houston uh, th watching the Astros win the 2017 World Series uh, star with star or no star asterisk whatever I don't care. They won it. Period. It was it was a fun thing. 
You know, I'm gonna tell my ch- my 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 son, hey, like a week before you were born, kid, the Astros were winning an you know a national championship. Why do you call it World Series when you just play American teams? It's another it's another podcast, but um, baseball, right? But if the MLS, if the Houston Dynamo win the MLS Cup, then this is turning yellow, and we're gonna do. I I don't know. I'm gonna have. Somebody do it. I told, I already said that I was going to have Memo do it, but I don't know. I need, I guess I need to get in contact with them. But uh, it would be fun to to do it, you know, with with fellow Dynamites. Uh, I don't know. I'm just baptizing you guys as, as Dynamites. But um, all these games are actually going to be shown on Channel 55. Uh, it's not the Cube anymore. Shout out to the Cube. We'll miss you. Channel 57 Cube. Uh, but now we're going to uh, Channel 55 because CBS is taking over the world and they decided to take over all soccer. Um, so Channel 55, I guess, is owned by CBS. So they're taking that. Fortunately, I actually just checked my TV and I actually have Channel 55 in my own little box that I have or whatever. So I'm I'm already ready, man. I'm already ready to watch these games, break them down, cry if I have to. And, you know, it is what it is. Um, I feel like I was going to say something, but I forgot. Oh, yeah, Glenn Davis. I hope to God that Glenn Davis is actually calling these games. I don't know. Glenn Davis is, like, listening to your uncle, like, talk about soccer. I don't know. It, he gives me he gives me a little bit of peace because I know he, like, he's, like, a true Houstonian in a way. Uh, so it just kind of, it makes me, it makes me feel good inside. <laughs> Watching uh, Glenn Davis call the games. Uh, hopefully he is with Eddie Robinson too. So another Houston legend. But uh, other than that. This has been another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Thank you again for listening. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I I always enjoy these. It's To be honest with you guys. It is a pain in the ass to get set up. Even though like this is my setup right here. Uh, as you can see I'm lounging. Uh, but you know, getting all these episodes started and doing the stuff is just kind of, it takes, it takes stuff out of me, especially after putting the kids to bed, after bathing them and all that. But every, once I start talking, I can't shut up. So it, it's actually fun. It's fun talking about soccer. Even if I'm talking to myself, um, I don't care. I talk, I'll talk, I'll talk about soccer to myself, but it's cool to know that some people actually watch and listen. So shout out to you listening and watching. Uh, thank you for listening. And yeah, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, uh, interact with me. You know, let me know that you're alive and you're listening. I actually really enjoy talking to people, you know, even if it is online. Uh, it's actually, you know, it makes me feel important <laughs> that somebody's listening to me. But uh, other than that, peace. See you guys later. You have a good day. I was going to say I have a good game. But don't forget to watch all these games, international games, if you're uh Liking soccer tomorrow or today, if you're watching this on Tuesday, MLS is Cup. MLS is back. Final is uh, Orlando, Portland. That's gonna be very interesting because you know Orlando's trying to be the trying to pull this miracle out of their back pocket, and then Portland is just being Portland, you know. And I'm a, I am a Diego Valeri fan, so I'm just I'm rooting for Valeri. But then it's also cool to watch. Nani kind of transform Orlando. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. But other than that, 
Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching for the 50th time. And uh, let's make this uh, podcast great again. Or let's make the Houston Dynamo great again. How about that? Um, I'm just going to shut up before I just keep saying stupid stuff. So, see you guys later. Y'all have a good one. And don't forget to tell your mom about the podcast. Because she'll love it too. Bye.